0: All right, let's cut to the chase. At PWNA Pod on Instagram, we have a pre-election election for Pastor With No Answers listenership. I, for one, am very curious to see how this works, how it pans out. little experiment that we're doing. So go to Instagram, at PWNAPod, and you will be guided to a survey with two questions. One being who you are going to vote for. The second one being... How do you feel about this first Tuesday in November? That's right around the corner. I know for me, I have all the typical feelings that everyone else has—the uneasiness and everything. But here's here's the thing: I can't do anything about it. It's coming. I can't control who wins i just have one vote you know south carolina is going to go for trump so does that even matter so i can't do anything about this election so i'm just kind of sitting back and enjoying the suspense and that tuesday night is going to be crazy and i'm kind of excited for it it's like living on the east coast in south carolina these big old storms come through called hurricanes and if I was in the position of God and I could send a hurricane back to sea so it doesn't threaten the coast and have a storm surge that destroys people's houses, I would, in a heartbeat, I would make that decision every single time. But I don't have that decision-making power, and I can't do that. And so when a storm does threaten our coast, I get a little excited about it it's sick but that is just the case so I was on Twitter the other day and man it's getting ridiculous there was a person who retweeted someone else and just basically made a bunch of assumptions about this person cut to his or her character and just made a bunch of mean statements and this person that was retweeted is actually a pretty chill dude with really good intentions and does a lot of good work in this world and i just was like i what is going on it, like twitter has really turned into it's like a game and you get a bunch of points for likes and then if you can just annihilate someone else in an argument you get a bunch more points and it's just out of hand I'm just scrolling on by when I see stuff like that it's I just don't want to see it honestly and so what I wanted to share with you all real quick is a few things that have happened super positively and it was actually on Facebook on my timeline so I'm going to leave the names out But one of them is the first thing is a post from someone I grew up with was in high school with. He basically said, you know, I just shared a post about unfriending and unfollowing people whose posts don't align with my beliefs. And it caused me to have a thought. All of us being friends with opposing views is what makes America, America. It's just too bad that our thoughts and sometimes feelings on matters that affect us all get limited to memes and snippets of those thoughts and feelings which get posted on social media. I think we would find, if given the opportunity, that we are all much more alike than each of our singular posts may show with from time to time. I can remember many uh, boring conversations at a beach house between family members who were not all aligned politically as they sat around the dining room table after a day of laughter and love at the beach, body surfing, eating watermelon, throwing washers, etc. The generation didn't have, this generation didn't have the benefit of social media, so they actually talked to each other. They talked to each other. In that vein, I'd like to start some happy hours after all this shit passes, i.e., COVID-19, as we like to say that includes friends from both sides of the aisle so that we may have laughter and discuss our opposing views while at the same time loving the things we have in common, those apolitical bonds that hold us together. So keep that in the back of your mind and perhaps expect an invite soon, etc., cetera, et cetera. I love that. I loved it. His first inclination was to put something out there saying, I'm unfriending you if you disagree with me. I don't even want to hear from you or have any discussions. And there's like that goodness inside of him. Team humanity stopped him dead in his tracks. And so check this out. A teacher at the school that him and I both attend chimed in to respond And she also is a part of the church I'm a part of. She says, I am a soul sister friend with your mom, and we have shared some tears and much laughter. This is a wonderful post. And I believe that this is in the spirit in which our country needs to dialogue in order to heal our wounds. I remember the last presidential election year, a friend and I battled back and forth in our social media media post both of us determined to make the other bend and understand how wrong he or she was it was dramatic he had a staunch conser- he was a staunch conservative republican and me a diehard liberal just knowing both of us we were right in all of that feelings were extremely hurt both left Feeling not such good friends as politics got distorted from friendship and love and respect for one another. I remember we were just not as close and easy in our relationship. We share such great love and respect for each other at church and small group, but something was damaged in that relationship. But then, who was the first person to my door when my house flooded in 2017 and again in 2018? This person. I have learned so much from these experiences. I love and respect with all my heart this person. Hold close those friends and those you love and do not let harsh commentary cross your lips on social media. Save politics for face-to-face interactions either in places like Zoom meetings for now or FaceTime with that friend. We do not have the luxury right now for those great political debates sitting across from each other at the picnic table. Our divide is wide right now and beliefs are so raw we just know that our position has to be the only right position, but it is not. We have to realize each of us has a strong heart and each of us is loved and each of us need to hear and be ready to sit at the table and find common ground. We must do this in faith and trust in God. Social media is not the place for these discussions. It's too easy to forget the persons on the other side of the post. You do not see them. You do not hear them. So it's easy to get carried away and you just want to repeat forcefully your position. Social media is not the place to dialogue these divisive problems in our country. It is easy to lose your heart on social media. I no longer interact much at all on social media. And so thank you so much for this eloquent post. Give my love to your aunts. My gosh, I love that. Love one, man. Love freaking one. This should be the norm in the church, the church that's made of people who try to model their lives after Jesus. It should be the norm for us to be, it should not be the norm for us to be belittling those who think differently. It should be the norm for us to be patient, abiding, slow to anger, not rejoicing in putting someone else in their place. It should be the norm for us to be more concerned about being loving than we are about looking smart or being right. Now, I know this isn't always easy. In fact, within the church, we are going to have different beliefs, even different convictions, but let's let our essentials be the things that connect us, and let's keep that essential list pretty damn small. How about let's keep it to faith, hope, and love? faith in a God who loves us, hope that there's everlasting wholeness and fulfillment in our future, and love, a love that holds no bounds, that knows no bounds. Because of the boundless love we have received, I wonder what Paul meant, everyone, when he said to the Jew, I become a Jew. To the one under the law, I'll be under the law. To the one who's free, I'll I'll be free. He's saying he wants people to find freedom in Christ, hope in this broken world, and he'll try to see through other people's eyes in order to help them find this, feel through other people's hearts, relate even to the point of, as he quotes, becoming like them, becoming like them. There doesn't seem to be a semblance of this by many Christians, for our neighbors who see things differently. It doesn't even seem to be that we're trying. But this should be the norm for pe- for people who are supposed to be known by the love we have for one another, people who are tasked with the joyous command of loving even our enemies. So may we enjoy man's kingdom as much as we can, function responsibly in those kingdoms, see the basic need for civil life on this planet, But may we not let divisiveness that's so normal in man's kingdom. May we not let this divisiveness seep into a kingdom that is to be one body, one voice, one calling. And so I'll close with the Apostle Paul when he says in Romans 15, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward God one another that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening.